Well, hi, welcome to Kelly's Ordinary People. Uh, last I checked in, I was telling you about the Warwick Pentathlon and a few other things. Well, I've just gotten home from Wandai Country Running Festival. Wandai, yeah, Wandai Country Festival and the Wandai Country Running Festival. Um, uh, so I've got a few other things to share with you. So um, last episode I talked about a little potentially BCC or SCC I had on my face. I was panicking about that. I was, I was wondering what the kids were going to do when I died. I was really panicking. As it turns out, I went back to see my own GP and it's an SCC, which is not the one that will kill you. Well, it could, but not like a BCC will kill you. So I'm booked in to see a plastic surgeon because it's on my face. Um, start of August and hopefully I can have that removed uh, and just make it look like a nice little nice little wrinkle in my face like when I smile there's a fair few wrinkles there so hopefully that will be fine so thank god that's not a BCC I so thought oh my god I was crying because I thought oh I'm going to leave the kids at the same age my mum left me I was so freaking stressed but anyway that's done and dusted that's going to be okay and then I'm booked in to see a sun cancer uh, dermatologist just for them to check the rest of my body as well I don't feel like I've got anything else on my face but anyway Maybe they can pull it a bit tight and make me look a bit younger. Don't know. So uh, today is Sunday. What is it? It's like the, hang on, let me look at my watch. It's the 26th of June. So um, went up to Wandai Running Festival, had booked in to do the 21K trail run on Saturday and the 21K road run, which was on a, like a rail trail on the Sunday. We had initially booked in to the Wandai camping grounds and we're just going to sleep in the back of the car. Then after Warwick, it was pretty freaking cold. I, went, I, I don't think I can sleep in the back of the car and then use like communal showers and die of hypothermia. So I sent a message to my friend Shaq who lives up in Kingaroy and said, mm, do you know anyone with an Airbnb in Wandai? She said, why don't you stay here? I said, sure, but there's some other people. Can I bring Heidi and Lee along? She said, yes. So um, Philly Poo and I took the day off on Friday and we drove up to drop Phil's mum off at Laidley. Drove, uh, so from Davra to Laidley. Laidley to Kingaroy. Got up to Kingaroy, saw Shaq, haven't seen her in a long time, saw her son who I haven't seen in forever. And um, did a little catch-up, went and got our race packs. I happened to win a lucky bib number, so I got a bottle of champagne. Probably not going to drink that. And then um, went back to Shaq's. Uh, she made us a really yummy pasta dinner, which was just lovely. And then we um, went to bed relatively early after a little catch-up. Didn't have to get up until early to go to um, the race because it didn't start until 12.30. So, I think it was 12.30. Anyway, um, so we got up in the morning and I took Phil on an adventure to uh, different places in Kingaroy. And I used to live in a place called Wyala. And Wyala was um, on Memorambi Barkers Creek Road. And it had Barkers Creek running through it and Barkers Creek feeds into the Ocky Peterson Dam. So I was feeling a little bit reminiscent. So I lived there, I think, 94, 95, by myself in this grand old beautiful original homestead just me and my two dogs and I think I had two cats then just me and them and it was just beautiful so 
anyway, we're driving along, driving along, and the maps weren't working because we had no uh, phone service. So I said, look, I'll just do it from memory. I lived out here for so long. Uh, found the place. Uh, I said, let's just drive up to the house. So we drove up to the house and it looked abandoned and the beautiful, majestic staircase had fallen down. It looked like it had been re-stumped. The beautiful old shed had been demolished and replaced with like some green freaking colour bond thing. So I uh, went in there, like knocking the door, hello, hello, hello. There was no one there. But I was just so nostalgic and it brought me to tears because um, after my mum died in 1991, I decided I wanted to do something with my life and I wanted to, to do something in service. I either wanted to be a copper or I wanted to become a nurse. And I uh, looked at them both and I decided I had always wanted to be a copper, so I thought I'm going to follow that dream. So I applied and I got in and um, so I had never been anywhere in my life. I think I might have told a few of you um, in the early days uh, when I was 17, I applied for a lot of radio announcing jobs and I was too scared to leave home. Um, and when I was a little bit older, like 20, I wanted to move out of home and like rent somewhere and my mum was like, you know, don't leave, blah, blah, blah. And as it turns out, I'm glad I stayed because she died not long after. So... I had never really taken any chances or gone anywhere. I thought, well, I've got no ties in Brisbane. I'm just going. So I moved up to Kingaroy and I ended up living in this beautiful, majestic, uh, original homestead on 35,000 acres. I think it's like 76 metres, 70, was it 760 metres squared? Would that be right? I don't know. Someone do the maths. Let me know. Anyway, so... It was beautiful. The ceilings were 20 foot. They had this beautiful fireplace. It just had such a beautiful feel about it. I always felt so safe. I never had a key for it, but I always felt so safe. Um, and so I lived there with my dogs and my and my cats. And um, I was always sad when I left there. And so seeing it in such a state of disrepair made me really sad. I just, I know it's just a house. So if I win the lotto, I'm going to buy the real whaler. So my house here in Debra is called Elsa's Whaler. And the reason why it's called Elsa's Whaler is because back when Ryland was two and Savannah had just been born, we were looking at houses. And every time we went to someone else's house to, you know, look you know, around, I go to Ryland, don't touch anything. This is someone else's house. This is someone else's house. And so when we moved into here in Debra, he goes, Mama, is this someone else's house? Is this Elsa's house? And I went, yes, it is. So that's why I've called my my property Elsa's Whaler. It's someone else's Whaler. So that property, I feel like I have such an affinity with it. And I, I think I covered just about every square metre of that place. I used to run even back in those days, but I didn't know I could run. Mm. Um, so me and the dogs would just go for a run. I think I might have told all of you guys I used to run in a G-string and a crop top because I wanted to get my bum tanned because if your bum's tanned, well, it doesn't look so big, does it? And not that I was ever big. Oh, my God, I'm such an idiot sometimes. So I pretty well covered every square metre of that place. So it's really sad to see it in such a state of disrepair. So if I win the lotto, Elsa's Whaler and the real Whaler are getting makeovers. Um, so that was beautiful, and as I said, it was really, um, it was really hard. It was yeah, hard on my heart. Um, I think because it was my first go at independence, it was the first thing you know. It was pretty arsy, I guess. 
moving from Brisbane to Kingaroy, not knowing anything, not knowing anyone, and just doing things. So, so back to the Wando Running Festival. So we go uh, to the half marathon, which is a trail one. And I had run a little bit around the Sherberg National Forest when I lived up there, but not much. So this started at the Timber Mill Museum, I think it is. So I uh, start on the rail trail and then you go into the trail. So my friend Heidi was running with me. Phil and her husband Lee were doing the 11K. So I think they started an hour after us. So anyway, we go run, 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 down the rail trail and into the trails. It was some of the best trails I have ever run on. And I've done a, quite a few trail runs and I've done quite a few events. There was a little bit of um, fire trail, which is always a bit boring. But the single trail, it was all mountain bike stuff. There were tight berms, there were hairpin turns, and then some of the dry creek crossings, like it was straight down, straight up, and like trying to get up the other side, it was just about, you would nearly have to crawl. So I'd run really fast down and like bolt up the other side. It was kind of like running up a wall. You know when you watch um, uh, Ninja Warrior? It's kind of like running up a wall, obviously not as big. Um, so the first 10Ks was really technical and really quite hard on your legs. Like I was puffing and puffing and puffing because it was just like up, down. It would just dict with your cardio, something chronic. And I, I would say there would have had to have been, there would have had to have been 12 to 15 of these crossings. And I was like, oh my God, not another one, not another one, not another one. But I was feeling pretty good. Um, I had my, oh look. I'm doing a plug. Well, not a plug because I, I did pay full price for these shoes. Um, I have a new pair of trail shoes. So I've always worn, since the academy, where they used to give us Nike Airs for free, since then I've always worn Asics Nimbus gel road shoes. Since starting trail running, I have always worn Asics trail shoes. Now, Asics have dicked with things. They've made the drop too too high so this means there's a bit more of a chunk under your heel and um, my road shoes have gone up to a 1.3 centimeter chunk under my heel and I remember I put them on I went mm, they feel weird to run in and then the trail shoes have gone up too so I bought these new ones called Sacconi Exodus something <laughs> anyway they're orange and I always call them orange you're glad to see me I'm orange you're glad you bought me so anyway, I've never worn anything else. These things, they've got little drainage holes at the bottom, so if you go in the water, they drain out. I'm not carrying around like 10 kilo lumps on my feet when they're full of water. They're grippy as fuck. Man, they are so good. So, and they're pretty. <laughs> That's so important. But they are light and they're grippy, and I am I just love them. I absolutely love them. It's like running barefoot on the trails. So I think they've got a five mil drop. So that just means it's only like, half a centimetre difference between the heel and the front of the front of it so they are lovely so I really enjoyed them so I'm running along so um I think I get to the 10k mark um and I'm well under an hour I'm I'm flying along I thought oh my god I feel like magic out there on the trails get to the 11k mark and that's oh my no it was the 10k mark and then the the people that were doing the 11k trail we had to kind of merge with them and that was a bit of a shit fight because then you're coming across people that are walking and running four abreast trying to get around them on some trails and it was a bit tricky and I got around a lot of people 
And um, with like less than three Ks to go, I was like, oh, fuck, I am. I'm on fire. And I thought, I am feeling so good. This is one of the best runs I've had on the trails and I can't remember how long. Running along, running along, you know, just going, oh, God, I can hear, you know, the 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 loudspeaker at the at the end. And then out of the blue, like it was hot, don't get me wrong. It was a really hot day. Like I had chugged through just about two and a half litres of water. So I had probably like 300 mils left. Um, so I knew it was hot and I'd had tailwind as well. So I was, I knew I was hot because you get that white sort of crust on you. So it was, it was hot. Um, don't get me wrong. And I've been puffing a fair bit, but I felt good. Um, and so like less than three k's to go, my left calf cramped and I just went down. There was no warning. There was no like, oh, your calf's cramping. Oh, you got nothing. I went down and I hit the ground and it was cramping and I'm rolling around in pain. <laughs> and all these beautiful trail runners stopped to help me. And this guy's going, do you want me to stretch? And I said, I don't know. I've never had a calf cramp when I've been running before. So he stretched it. They helped me up. I was just lying on these rocks. I barely hurt myself going down because it was kind of just like run up, boom. Um, and then my friend Joe, so I met Joe at Ocean View Estates uh, Park Run. Um, I had Andy and her on one of my um, podcasts. She stopped and she's like, you're right, Kel, and she's so caring and she's just so lovely. And she gave me one of her salty boiled potatoes. That was one of the best things I think I ever put in my mouth. And um, so she was so lovely waiting with me. I think I lost something like four minutes writhing around in pain and so she took off and I thought I'll, I'll try and just try and catch up with her. Um, and then I still finished at a very decent time. I'm still very impressed with my time. But it was, uh, I never had a calf cramp. And then I got crook in the guts. Actually, we all did. We were all a bit crook in the guts. But in the second half of the half marathon, I met up with Phil. Like um, he probably was two or three Ks into his run. Um, he wore some inappropriate uh, stuff. He wore, not inappropriate, like not like saucy. He wore a backpack. And despite my best intentions, uh, explained to him not to wear a backpack. Sometimes you have to make your own mistakes. He'll never wear a backpack again. Um, so it was lovely. He ran up ahead to get photos of me. He tried to stay with me for a little bit and he couldn't stay with me. But he fell over too. So he is an official trail runner now because he's had his first stack out on the trails. So well done. Um, actually, and in those first five Ks when I was running, I met up with Andy, who was Joe's partner, and I was chatting to him for a bit. Um, so it was just, oh, it was just so lovely meeting all these people. It was really, 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 really nice. Um, oh, where was it going? Look at this, this senior moment. Do 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 senior moment. So I finished that. Felt really crook in the guts. Uh, we drove back to my friend Shaq's place. Like um, we were all feeling a bit crook in the guts because I think it was just so hot and we were so dehydrated. But silly us had spent twenty eight dollars each, so that's four by twenty eight to go to the Wandai Country Festival dinner at the town hall. So we had to basically come back. Shaq made us some food, turn around, and then go to this country um, dinner. And we didn't want to go, but as it turns out, we sat with some really lovely Wondo people that have been Wondo people their whole entire life, like, you know, um, 60s and 70s, and I think one fellow might have been in his 80s. So we got to chat to them, and it was just so lovely. And my friend Emily was there with all of her family that she camped with, and they had probably, I don't know, 20 children between them, so the kids were all playing, there was country music playing, 
and it was like traditional just country food like pardon me like corn and carrots and beans and it was just lovely white bread rolls oh my god white bread rolls and butter I really love running long distance because you get to eat stuff that you would never ordinarily eat oh my god white bread rolls they are the best so I couldn't quite eat everything I'd gotten um and then dessert I just got one of everything couldn't eat it all but you know what I I did my absolute best we come back we have a little sh- chat to shack and um I've got, I've got to go to bed I was so sick in the, t- in the tummy and sort of half slept all night moaning and groaning carrying on with my tummy apparently Phil was hot because uh, he um, overheated as well so he was trying to close the door so the heat from the fireplace wouldn't make it in our our room but like I was enjoying it um so woke up way before my alarm got ready I felt pretty good when I woke up in the morning I was still a little bit crook in the guts but I didn't feel sore at all not like Heidi oh my god Heidi wore some new shoes that must have been one size or half a size too small and her second toe on one of her feet it looked like it had frostbite on it it was so battered and bruised and so swollen under her toenail she couldn't run it was one of the ugliest things I've ever seen and I don't really do ugly toes so she was lucky that I even looked at that so she didn't run so I had to go and run this road or like rail trail half marathon by myself so I was kind of a bit deflated anyway but I thought you know I could have not done it I could have just gone sightseeing but I didn't go all that way and pay the money to enter and I really wanted the challenge of backing up the second day anyway it was freezing I don't mean cold it was freezing my eyes were watering my nose was just running continually it was oh my god it was so cold um I had you know like a buff on my ears a buff around my neck I had my gloves on it was very cold so anyway off we go down the rail trail um it probably took me five k's to warm up I would say I've couldn't feel my toes for the first five k's um it was all uphill like you know it wasn't like a big it's not like little big hills but it was just this constant grind uphill all the way and um there was a lovely young girl that was sort of running with me but the thing is with me is that I run like a kid at a fun run I'll run fast I'll run slow I'll run fast I'll run slow I go oh I'm not going fast enough better fasten up so I think uh, if you ever want to pace yourself, do not pace yourself off of me. So um, running along, running along, get up to the turnaround, still all going uphill, and I'm counting the women coming past me. I'm going one, two, three. Oh, there was like nine women ahead of me. I thought, well, fuck it, I'm not going to podium, am I? Um, so that probably did my head in a bit. But anyway, we, t- we turn around, and lo and behold... It actually was downhill on the way back and I flew well I didn't fly come on that's a really strong word but I went much faster than I did on the way out so I think um, I did a negative split which I never do and I don't even really understand how all that works but I was six minutes faster on the way back so it was like flying back and I'm thinking well beauty because this will be over soon I won't it and I kind of wanted to do under two hours I wanted to match the time that I did at Warwick for the half marathon so I running along, running along. The the family that was waiting for the young girl that I'd originally been running with, 
they cheered me on at every sort of uh, road crossing on the rail trail. Anyway, running, running, running. Anyway, so it's still downhill. It was only the last 750 metres that was uphill. So um, I put it on and I come across the line in 15 seconds quicker than what I did Warwicking, which is really good. And I felt pretty good, like aside from being tired and wanting to collapse, I felt really good. Um, so I'm glad I did it. I really am glad because it was a mental struggle. Like running on the trail was just beautiful and it was um, entertaining. And because it was a bit technical, you had to think a bit and the tight berms and the tight turns, you had to think. Um, and then, you know, the, the steep downs and the steep ups over the, the dry creek crossings, you had to think. But on this rail trail, there was no thinking. It was just like plod, 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 plod. And, um, you know, there's points where I'm going, oh, what if I just faked <laughs> What if I just faked that I had a sore tummy and I made them come and get me? What if? And I'm like, just stop it, Kelly. So the real, there was a real fight in my head. There was no fight in my head out on the trails. Interesting. But I'm really happy to report that I didn't walk once in either race. Um, in recent times, I really have struggled with the mental of uphill. So I didn't walk once, which I'm really pleased with. So coming back, you know, I saw so many people I know, like um, Mel that I met at Parkrun, Gail from Parkrun, Margaret from Parkrun. Just say so lovely, all the people that you meet um, through Parkrun that you see at all these little running events. And the nice thing about Wandai is that, well, one, um, it's a nice little country town. Isn't it nice to bring all that money into a country town? Look, we bought coffee at numerous places and, you know, we, we spent money in the town. I presume everyone did. But, you know, it was just so well organised and they were so lovely. And the photographer out there, she was always just so beaming and lovely and you know, she's like, you're still smiling. I went, maybe it's a grimace. Maybe I'm not smiling. Maybe it's a grimace. But she was just lovely and um, I'm so pleased and I think we'll come back. I don't know if I'll do the road half marathon again. I might just do the uh, trail half marathon. But we definitely need to take some more trail runners with us because I don't think people realise how wonderful um, that trail is. It's just, you know, you kind of run all the trails around Brisbane and you get a bit passe on them. Um, but running somewhere different is fun, fun, fun. Oh, my God, I'm just looking at the clock. I thought it was 10 past 7, it's 10 past 6, and I am rooted, like rooted big time. Um, so the last thing I spoke about in the last podcast was about my son, Ben, who's 25, who has cancer. Now, I wasn't going to talk too much about this, but um, his sisters passed it on Facebook. It's... It's, it's not a secret. I kind of not that I wanted to keep it a secret, but I, as I said, I don't want sympathy from anyone. I don't want sympathy or like poor Kelly or poor Ben or anything like that. So um, Ben was trying a bit of positive thinking, saying that he didn't have cancer to people. Uh, and I go, Ben, you do have cancer. And he goes, Well, no, I don't. You know, I'm trying to be positive. Stop trying to ruin my vibe. I went, You can be positive, but saying you don't have it is kind of dumb. So anyway, we went back to see the oncologist and it has um, progressed further. So he has to have quite a few rounds of chemo. Um, the absolute certains are is that he will lose his hair. And um, there's some other awful things that can go with chemo. So he has to have lots of tests to see what the, the benchmark is now. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, chemo saves your life, but chemo does a lot of other things to you as well. So it's pretty scary. Um, and uh, I know that's not happening to me, and I get that, but um, losing my mum to cancer and now having a child with cancer, it's really confronting. Um, it's confronting. It's, it's unfair. And uh, Ben's had a pretty tough life. I, as you know, I raised him um, when my sister couldn't look after him. And he's had a rough, life, rough upbringing to life. I think I gave him a good life. And um, it seems so unfair for a 25-year-old who's a good, decent human being and for this to happen. So I'm, I'm overawed by the unfairness of it all. And I'm a little bit overawed, not a little bit, I'm overawed. Um, by having this happen to a child of mine um, when my mum died from cancer. So it's confronting. I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> and it's not about me. I know it's not about me. I'm doing well, but I'm slightly deranged, I think. Um, I'm struggling. I really am. Um, not struggling as in crying, but I just... My thoughts are mismatched um i can't quite get a strong train of thought on it and there's just so much to do there's so many appointments before it all happens and and i want to be there it's um man it is hard so um the weekend and wandai was and kingara was just what i needed um it just reset my soul <laughs> so um, but anyway, I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me or Ben. We're going to be fine. We've got this. It's just, it's one of those other tough times in life, you know. Life's good, 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 good. Life's shit. Oh, fuck. This is how life is. It's never always good and it's never always bad. Um, so, yes. Anyway, um, that was basically all I wanted to talk to you about were those things. I have found another person to interview, my friend Jackie, who I went to um, Warwick Pentathron with. She has volunteered to let me interview her. So when we get some time off together, I'm going to interview her. And um, I'm sure she will. she's a great chick. Oh, my God. Just about everyone I, I hang around with are great people these days because I think I choose. I don't feel sorry for people. I just want to hang out with great people. So... Um, She'll be very interesting. Anyway, so I'm going to go to bed very soon. If um, Today I could have never run again, but, you know, now, of course, I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, so thanks for listening to Kelly's Ordinary People. I love how you guys allow me to ramble. <laughs> and you still you like what I have to say. I don't understand, but thank you for listening. This is just cathartic for me, which is nice. Um, and I want to do a special shout-out to Phil, my boyfriend, who is... Um, a fucking amazing human being and doesn't get stressed about anything and doesn't get angry at me when I'm flip-flopping and particularly how I am at the moment. So shout out to you, Philbo, Philbo Baggins. You rock and um, you're a decent human being and I'm keeping you. So uh, thanks for listening to Kelly's Ordinary People and I will chat to you.